0: Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This discussion is going to be on chapter 10 of Mosiah. Mosiah chapter 10. Let's go ahead and get started. It came to pass that we again began to establish the kingdom, and we again began to possess the land in peace, and I caused that there should be weapons of war made of every kind, that thereby I might have weapons for my people against the time the Lamanites should come up against again to war against my people. The Lord wants us to live in peace but be prepared for war. If we are adequately prepared for war, no one will attack us without knowing the high cost. Benjamin Franklin said, The very fame of our strength and readiness would be a means of discouraging our enemies, For 'tis a wise and true saying that one sword often keeps another in the scabbard. The way to secure peace is to be prepared for war. They that are on their guard and appear ready to receive their adversaries are in much less danger of being attacked than the supine, secure, and negligent. Thus the founders passed on to their posterity a policy of peace through strength. They were peace-loving but not pacifists. They called for a rugged kind of strength bolted to a broad base. They they say the foundation for their security in a bustling, prosperous economy with a high standard of public morality, they laid the foundation for that, and they saw the necessity for a, a level of preparedness which discouraged attack from potential enemies by creating a rate of risk so high. That the waging of war against this nation would be an an obviously unprofitable undertaking. That was by W. Cleon Skousen in his book, The 5,000-Year Leap, which is an awesome book, which I recommend. Verse 2, And I set guards round about the land, that the Lamanites might not come upon us again, unawares, and destroy us. And thus I did guard my people and my flocks, and keep them from falling into the hands of our enemies." And it came to pass that we did inherit or possess the land of our our fathers for many years, yea, for the space of twenty and two years. And I did cause that the men should till the ground and raise all manner of grain and all manner of fruit of every kind. And I did cause that the women should spin and toil and work and work all manner of fine linen, yea, and cloth of every kind that we might clothe our nakedness. And thus we did prosper in the land. Thus we did have continual peace in the land for the space of twenty and two years. And it came to pass that King Laman died and his son began to reign in his stead and he and began to stir, up, stir his people up in rebellion against my people. Therefore they began to prepare for war and to come up to battle against my people. But I had sent my spies out round about the land of Shemlon, that I might discover their preparations, that I might guard against them, that they might not come upon my people and destroy them. And it came to pass that they came, upon, came up upon the north of the land of Shilom, and with their numerous hosts, men armed with bows and with arrows and with swords and with scimitars and with stones and with slings, and they had their heads shaved that they were naked. This shows their determination to not be captured, killed, or be killed, is what they're thinking. And they were girded with a leathern girdle about their loins. Uh, Elder Nib- or Brother Nibley says this about uh, their attire. He says, Dressing up is an essential part of soldiering. In any other line it would be considered overdoing it. But you have to distinguish rank and superiority. This, the purpose of the military, of course, is to break the enemy's will, not to destroy them. The Lamanites don't want to destroy the Nephites. They want the Nephites to work for them. That's the whole thing. They want to enslave them. You want to discourage the enemy and make him lose heart. So you make yourself look as terrible as you can when you approach. That will break his spirit. Sometimes if you look very awful and they thought it would work, intimidation is the quickest and easiest way of dominance. So you try that and see if it will work. Verse 9: And it came to pass that I caused that the women and children of my people should be hid in the wilderness. And I also caused that all my old men that could bear arms, and also all my young men that were able to bear arms, should gather themselves together to go to battle against the Lamanites. And I did place them in their ranks, every man according to his age. The Nephites were mobilized and organized according to the pattern of Israel. By age is the easiest, the most obvious, and the most natural and workable way. Uh, people of the same age groups and working together. So that's what he did. And that's Hugh Nibley again. Verse 10, And it came to pass <clears throat> that we did go up to battle against the Lamanites. And I, even I in my old age, did go up to battle against the Lamanites. And it came to pass that we did go up in the strength of the Lord to battle. <clears throat> now the Lamanites knew nothing concerning the Lord, nor the strength of the Lord. Therefore they depended upon their own strength. Yet they were a strong people as to the strength of men, just like America is today. They were a wild and a ferocious and a bloodthirsty people, believing in the tradition of their fathers, which is this, believing that they were driven out of the land of Jerusalem because of the iniquities of their fathers and that they were wronged in the wilderness by their brethren and that they were also wronged while crossing the sea. And again, that they were wronged Did you notice that I used that emphasis there on wrong? While in the land of their first inheritance, after they had crossed the sea and all this because that Nephi was more faithful in keeping the commandments of the Lord, therefore he was favored of the Lord for the Lord heard his prayers and answered them and he took the, the lead of their journey in the wilderness. And then notice what's the problem here too. And his brethren were wroth with him because they understood not the dealings of the Lord. They were also wroth with him upon the waters because they hardened their hearts against the Lord. And again, they were wroth with him when they had arrived in the promised land because they said that he had taken the ruling of the people out of their hands and they sought to kill him. And again, they were wroth with him because he departed into the wilderness of the Lord as the Lord had commanded him and took the records which were engraven on the plates of brass for they said that he robbed them. And thus have they taught their children that they should hate them and that they should murder them and that they should rob and plunder them and do all they could to destroy them. Therefore, they have an eternal hatred towards the children of Nephi. So this is the continual problem for a a thousand years, isn't it? For a millennium that the Lamanites felt that they were wronged and they had anger against the Nephites. And this is their cause of their hatred towards the, the children of Nephi. And that seems to continue throughout the Book of Mormon story. Verse 18, for this very cause was King Laman by his cunning and lying craftiness, and his fair promises deceived me that I have brought this my people up into this land, that they may destroy them. Yea, and we have suffered these many years in the land. And now I zenith, after having told all these things unto my people concerning the Lamanites, I did stimulate them to go to battle with their might, putting their trust in the Lord. Therefore we did contend with them face to face. We qualify, this is Brother Nibley again, we qualify by being weak. The Lord explains how he can make us much stronger. The only safe defense you have is this. And it's the perfect defense. It includes three things. We find in Moses 7.32, he gave Adam all all three things to defend himself. First, he says, he will give you knowledge. In the Garden of Eden, he gave Adam knowledge. That's a good thing to have, knowledge of what's going on. And then you have to have instructions advice. That's what you asked for. The Lord gave knowledge and instructions. And then when you, when they went wrong, he gave them correction. He tells you when you are making mistakes. So you have information, you have advice and you have correction and you have it from one who knows everything. If you follow that, you are perfectly safe. Verse 20, it came to pass that we did drive them again out of our land and we slew them with a great slaughter, even so many that we did not number them. And it came to pass that we returned again to our own land. And my people again began to tend their flocks and to tend their ground. And now I, being old, did confer the kingdom upon one of my sons. I wish he'd have picked a different one. Therefore I say no more. And may the Lord bless my people. Amen. So this is uh, the passing of the kingdom from Zenith to King Noah. And uh, from here on, we're going to have some problems with uh, with what's going on with the Nephites. I bear testimony that this is translated material, that this was not written by Joseph Smith in the name of-